Hello and welcome to D23 Inside Disney, the show that gives you a look at the latest Disney news and a peek at the people who make the magic at the Walt Disney Company. I'm D23's Jeffrey Epstein. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And we're your hosts who will take you Inside Disney. Hey guys. Hey. How are you? Good. Great. How are you guys? Missing you. Oh, I know. I saw your Insta story and you met up with a friend for a second from a distance and I was sad. <laughs> Carly was uh, amazing and a good friend. And you, how have your adventures for the great TP hunt going? Pretty good. Actually, a friend gave me six mega rolls, so I don't have to wow. venture to West Hollywood now to take four of yours. <laughs> oh, oh, I would have gosh. gladly given them up, but I've, I've been enjoying following your adventures on the socials. <laughs> You guys are both sitting on gold mines. (laughs) (laughs) So do you guys watch anything fun over the weekend or last week? Yes, I watched Playdate with Destiny on Disney Plus. <gasps> yes. So good. So if you haven't yeah. seen the new Simpsons short, that was ahead of Onward. And guys, it is so funny and also really sweet. I was tearing up during it. I feel a lot of emotions right now. Why, 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 why? Candace, when you say it, you'll, you'll get that joke. <laughs> what I about you? That. I watched a celebration of the music from Coco, which was really, really beautiful. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. More, more details. It's so good. The performances are incredible. The costumes are amazing. The arrangements of the music. Just it's such a beautiful show from the Hollywood Bowl. So you guys have to watch it. Mm. Ooh, it's on my watch list. Well, I'm now officially addicted to Celebrity Millionaire on ABC. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is... The host, I did not know I needed to be a game show host. He's so yes. funny and so good. And everyone is just, the show is so funny. Eric Stone Street was the first one, and I just thought he was hilarious. Oh, and also, for everyone who's following Disney Magic Moments, the Parks on Disney Parks blog posted parts of the Beauty and the Beast musical that is on the Disney Dream. And I admit, I may have been getting a little bit misty over my coffee watching Aww. it. It was It's so cool that they're all so talented on that show. It just was great. Aww. Follow all those hashtag Disney magic moments and see all the, the cool things that are being posted, like the Olaf shorts, which are so funny, too. I don't know if you guys have <laughs> seen so those. They're so great. <laughs> yeah. So funny. But we've got a lot of news to get to. We sure do. So Disney is celebrating Earth Month in more ways than you can imagine. If you are looking for ways to partake at home, well, we have got you covered. Get ready for a slew of fun things. So first up, Jane Goodall, The Hope premieres globally on Wednesday on National Geographic and Nat Geo Wild and on Disney Plus and on Hulu. You are not going to miss this. Wow. <laughs> so it's a, yeah. Two-hour documentary all about the incredible life of Dr. Jane Goodall and her impact on animals and on people around the world. It's very exciting. Mm. Born Wild, The Next Generation, also premieres on Wednesday. Photo Arc, Rarest Creatures, also premieres on Wednesday. Guys, Wednesday is a huge day. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Earth Day. It is Earth Day. <laughs> the Disney Conservation Fund is also releasing a 25th anniversary coffee table book online. I got a sneak peek of that. The photos are great. And it's one of those cool digital coffee table books where it like actually looks like you're flipping the pages. So it's not just Ooh. like scroll to the next page. So 
Definitely, definitely look for that. Our friends at Disney Parks, our good friend, Dr. Mark Penning, who we got to speak to when we were at Walt Disney World and will be our highlighted interview coming up. But everyone should be following him on Instagram. We'll talk a little bit about his Instagram later, but he's launching hashtag ask Dr. Mark. So if people have questions about animals and the environment and conservation, you can ask them to Dr. Mark at hashtag ask Dr. Mark on Instagram and maybe he'll answer. Love that. All right. Well, we have some updates from Walt Disney Studios on their motion picture release dates. So I know you guys are super stoked about Disney and Pixar's Soul. It was supposed to come out in theaters June 19th, but they've moved that now to November 20th. Also, Raya and the Last Dragon, that is moving to March 12th of next year from November 25th of this year. So some updates for you guys there. Coming a little bit sooner, in fact, airing tonight, or at least the day that we're posting the podcast, so tonight will be relative depending on when you've listened to this, the Disney Family Sing-Along, where we have got stars like Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, yes. Alan Minken, Elle Fanning, Josh Groban, Darren Chris, Ali Cravayo, Josh Gad, Jordan Fisher, Derek Huff, Julianne Huff, Carrie Nanaba, Donnie Osmond, <laughs> so many people, and a ginormous high school musical cast ah. reunion. We're all in this together. All coming together on ABC. All these people celebrating favorite Disney tunes hosted by Ryan Seacrest. So hopefully you are catching that either tonight or maybe it's going to be re-airing. Maybe it'll be streaming. I cannot wait. Oh, me neither. All right. So Jeffrey, this probably won't mean anything to you, but sports fans. (laughs) um, ABC is going to present coverage of all three days of the NFL draft for the second straight year. So this is all going to air starting Thursday, April 23rd through Saturday, April 25th. So ESPN partnering with NFL Network, they're going to have their presentation. Then ABC is going to present its own distinctive primetime telecast for the biggest rounds, rounds one through three. So get ready for that. Also something very cool that's happening. The NFL draft is actually going to feature a draft-a-thon, which is going to pay tribute to healthcare workers and first responders in a number of ways, including raising funds for six national nonprofits. So football fans, there you go. It's not happening in Vegas, but it is going to come to you from ESPN's Bristol, Connecticut studios. So we're looking forward to that. Candace, all I have to say is if they have a draft, I just think they should just close the window or get a nice sweater. I don't know. I don't under, really understand what the problem I'm is. I'm going to let the Everyone is... commissioner know. <laughs> all right. But for things that are a little less sporty, but also sporty, holy moly, the miniature golf competition show. Now yes! that's a sport I can get into. Holy <laughs> moly to the show. sequel. Yeah. <laughs> ABC just announced that it is coming back along with the fifth season of To Tell the Truth on May 21st. Celebrity Family Feud with Steve Harvey, Press Your Luck, and Match Game with Alec Baldwin are coming back on May 31st. There's a whole new show from ABC News called The Genetic Detective, which follows an investigative genetic genealogist who works with police to solve crimes. So already obsessed, new obsession, but my favorite mm-hmm. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. final season. Cannot wait. So Coulson is back, sort (laughs) of, on uh, Wednesday, May 27th. So a whole lot of cool things coming to ABC very soon. Well, in Disney Plus news, we just got our first look at a new original series coming called It's a Dog's Life with Bill Farmer. 
Yay, and, Disney legend wow. Bill Farmer. Yes, Disney legend. If you don't recognize the name, you recognize the voice. He has been the iconic voice of Goofy and Pluto for more than 30 years. And in this new series, he's going to meet some of his own favorite characters, aka real life dogs. So Bill is traveling mm -hmm. across the country, meeting all kinds of dogs who make humans' lives better. I've got to say, I love Bill's voice. I wish he could narrate my life, although there is like not much to narrate these days. I would still love that. <laughs> the show premieres on Disney Plus May 15th with new episodes every Friday. Cool. And Bill is such a nice guy. So I, I, I'm really excited to see Aww. that. Hopefully we'll have him on the show. I hope so. Bill, if you're listening, we're here. <laughs> uh, and a couple weeks before that, Prop Culture will debut, and they just dropped a trailer, which you can see on all of the Disney Plus social channels. So Prop Culture follows filmmaker Dan Lanigan, who leads all of these in-depth sort of, I, I guess, investigations, uh, cool stories behind iconic props from beloved movies like Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, Mary Poppins, Tron, Nightmare Before Christmas, the Muppet movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and many more are going to be featured. And in fact, one of our guests and my good pal, Walt Disney Archives director Becky Klein, actually is featured. You can see her in the trailer. And she wrote a story about the show, and it might be featured on d23.com. I'm just saying. <laughs> but coming up very, very soon, we should be talking about the latest d23.com feature, Five Fantastic Things to Watch This Weekend. So you can get more details on d23.com. But the first thing coming up on Friday night is the Disney on Broadway benefit concert. It's benefiting Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS's COVID-19 Emergency Assistance Fund. It's going to be on, online at Playbill and broadwaycares.org. They actually recorded this back in November. It was 25 years of Disney on Broadway being celebrated with a cast of 79, a 15-piece orchestra, some of my very favorite Disney on Broadway people gathering on stage, Ashley Brown, Josh Strickland, the delightful Kara Lindsay, so many more. So be sure to catch that. Um, it'll be online on Friday night. This Saturday is the series premiere of Jungle Animal Rescue on Nat Geo Wild. India is home to elephants, tigers, leopards, bears, and not to mention 1.3 billion people. So in this show, we get to follow a dedicated team of conservationists and vets who are on a mission to rescue animals in distress and find a way for India's people and wildlife to coexist in harmony. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, that's going to be good. So something else to watch. I mentioned it in the news last week. One World Together at Home. This is the big global special curated by Lady Gaga. It's going to be airing on ABC Saturday night. And they updated the artists and celebrities who are going to be appearing on the show. So Radio Disney artists Camila Cabello, Sam Smith, Shawn Mendes, and Taylor Swift were added to the lineup. Also, appearances from Ellen DeGeneres, Celine Dion, J-Lo, LL Cool J, Pharrell Williams, Oprah Winfrey, and Matthew McConaughey. So hopefully everyone's going to be able to check that out Saturday night. Ooh, I love that. such a great lineup. Right? And then on Sunday, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, very excited. The Last Dance is going to premiere on ESPN. This is a 10-part docuseries, which we are going to get for five weeks, of course, all about Michael Jordan and the 90 Chicago Bulls team. So you know where I'm going to be Sunday night. Don't call me. Don't text me or try to Zoom. 
Because ESPN is on. (laughs) (laughs) And also on Sunday, the season premiere of Spider-Man Maximum Venom on Disney XD, which follows Peter Parker, aka Spider-Man, who's learning to navigate life as a teenage superhero. Um, So that's really something fun to watch. And, you know, the other great thing that we did this week was we went out again on the socials and we asked what you guys are all watching and not you, Sherry and Candace, but the general <laughs> you, the royal you. Right. And we got some really, really great answers back. Yes. Well, at Malka He Sarah is watching Onward on repeat per her kiddos. Good call. <laughs> Good great day, call. Totally. And at Brer Funk says they're watching Flight of the Navigator, which I haven't seen in so long. I am That's putting a- this on my list right now. So classic. Yeah. Vlogs in Bite is watching anything on Nachio to feed the geek in me. They say a uh, currently Cosmos, an excellent choice. Ooh, great Ooh. choice. At Vegas Tink 19 is watching Pixar movies in release order. Love Ooh, that idea. That sounds like something you would do, Sherry. That really does sound like something I should do right now. Brilliant. <laughs> and at Becca Kokovas is watching Coco, a celebration of the music of Coco on Disney Plus, which I watched as well. And I mentioned you guys have to see this. Yes. Mm. Cheshire Fifty One is watching X Men: The Animated Series, which they just found out was on Disney Plus. Mm, exciting. At Killer Virgo is watching The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes, which, <laughs> gotta say, hadn't heard of that film before Disney+. Plus, <gasps> and there are just a whole lot of things I, I need to... I did watch Mr. Boogity recently, also on Disney+. Plus. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe you watched Mr. Boogity. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is amazing. Hidden gems. So many. And at Ingrid Mylan says, many viewings of the 1966 Disneyland Around the Seasons special... And she noted the small world opening segment is something my son wants to watch often, which Ingrid's actually a pal of mine and also a contributor to D23. So, hey, Ingrid, thanks for thanks for contributing. At Colchester One says, I just started Be Our Chef. Angela Kinsey always makes me happy and it's fun watching families work together. Well, Aww. she was a guest on the show. And I mean, guys, I, she made me happy too. She was so yeah, awesome. Yeah, totally. At Magic Kimdom, which by the way, great name. Says, I've been watching one full-length Walt Disney Animation Studios movie each week in order of original release since the launch of Disney+. Plus. Started with Snow White on launch day and is going to watch Rescuers tomorrow. Oh, good one. That is a treasure trove to dive into. Totally is. Well, at Cantonera says, I introduced my five-year-old son to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I love that. And this sequel. She says he loved it. Meanwhile, he's really into shop class, be our chef, and binging Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Same here, girl. Mm-hmm. At Eric Timo said he's continuing to watch his Simpsons marathon. I'm on season 14, only 16 to go. <laughs> <laughs> Almost halfway there. <laughs> At Tweet Tacular Matt says, had to watch Alice for Easter. March hair, white uh... rabbit, singing flowers. That totally makes sense. Is it an Easter movie? I think so. And DuckTales 2017 has become his work-at-home breakfast accompaniment. (laughs) Love it. At Red Card Trolley says, Our family enjoyed a double feature in honor of the very first Disney legend, Fred McMurray. Also, we started The Happiest Millionaire, followed by, well, Follow Me Boys. 
So I love it that Red Cartrelli knows that Fred McMurray was the OG Disney legend and also totally <laughs> classic because it stars Disney legend Kurt Russell. So very cool mm. there. At Jason S. Red is watching Saving Mr. Banks, which he says gives me my Disney fix and allows me to visually visit the original park with one of the greatest true Disney stories of all, The Chase of Mary Poppins. So uh-huh. good, so good. So we did talk a few weeks ago to Dr. Mark Penning, and why don't we give that a listen? All right, we're so excited to have Dr. Mark Penning with us today, Vice President of Animals, Science, and Environment for Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, and a comedian on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Just telling us jokes before we started this Really silly jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. So after being a career veterinarian, why was Disney the right choice for you nearly seven years ago? Well, uh, hi to everybody. Firstly, so great to have this opportunity. Thank you. Oh, we're so happy to have you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm very proud to be a veterinarian. I studied in South Africa. I grew up born and raised in South Africa. Fantastic country. And I loved being a veterinarian. I worked on, you know, I did dogs and cats, but I specialized in wildlife and believe it or not, birds and reptiles, uh, which is a little different. I just ended up seeing a lot of rare parrots and I started seeing beautiful snakes and crocodiles and things and I just loved engaging with people and sharing with them what amazing creatures these are and as time went by I just wanted more and more to get people to appreciate nature and really appreciate animals you know Um, so it's not just working as a veterinarian but understanding where they come from I wanted to influence on a grand scale and who better to do that with than Disney you know Disney is just the most wonderful storytelling company in the world and what better platform to use to share great stories about animals than Disney and uh, here I am and loving it. Wow. Well, I'm sure every day is a little bit different for you, but what are some of the duties that your job entails? Boy, every day is completely different. Sometimes I have to tell jokes talking to radio personalities. (laughs) One more, Dr. Mark, one more. Yeah, I get to look after our animal collections, and you think about, you know, the well-being of fish in a snorkel lagoon in Hawaii associated with Olani, our beautiful resort out there, and a stingray touch experience in the Bahamas associated with our cruise ships. So we've got animal collections, not just here at Animal Kingdom, but again, think of all the horses that pull the carriages through the Magic Kingdom and that sort of thing. So wonderful to look after those animals, and I lead a team of just over a thousand uh, animal care professionals and conservationists that uh, that do that kind of work. We're animal science and environment, and the environment piece is a really interesting one. That relates to how we as a company operate our business and the impact that has on the environment. And that's what I'm really proud of, is that from Bob Iger all the way down, we think about what the impact of our business is on the environment, and we take measures to mitigate against that. And that keeps me busy every day. And, you know, film and television, we're really thoughtful about how we represent animals in film and television, how we represent nature. We were talking about Dory just a few minutes ago. (laughs) And my job is to make sure that those films that go out representing nature or animals are accurate, firstly, because we don't want to be, you know, the the silly guys who got a vital fact wrong. But at the same time, we want it to be responsible. So we don't want to show something with, for example, chimpanzees wearing clothes and having a tea party. You know, it may be cute, 
to some folks, but it's not something we want to represent as our company. So I work with the film and television part of our business to make sure that we don't do that. And we, we just think about it more responsibly. So what are some of the current animal and environmental initiatives that you're leading? Wow, so many to choose from. Well, we're very excited about National Geographic, who, of course, is new to the Disney family and brings something completely different and is absolutely wonderful. We're really excited. So we're actually filming a television series here at Disney's Animal Kingdom on all the great work that we're doing, and that's going to be airing on Disney Plus under the National Geographic banner. Oh, exciting. Uh, very exciting, yes. And that is a great way to tell our stories about animal care. Um, so highly recommended. Do look out for that one. On the environmental side, we're so excited that the company is working at a very high level on how do we reduce our greenhouse gas emissions. You know, the company made a commitment to halve our greenhouse gas emissions between 2012 and this year, which is a massive undertaking for a big company, and we're right on track to achieve it. So that's the kind of project that I get to work on at a very high level. Isn't that a great mix of things? One day yeah. it's a TV program and, you know, a couple of hours later it's working on energy for the whole company and how do we manage trash, ocean pollutions, what are we doing? And then it's a conservation story, something that we're doing with our Disney Conservation Fund. So, boy, it keeps me uh, out of mischief. <laughs> yeah. Since you oversee the animal program, do you have a favorite animal at our parks or a story about one? Wow. I love all creatures. I truly do. Just everything brings something one. different. <laughs> <laughs> so there are, there are, you know, gosh, the tiger has to be the most majestic and just so beautiful. The octopus is so different and so incredibly smart. It only has four brain cells which function like ganglia, but they are unbelievably smart. And I had one many years ago in an aquarium in South Africa that used to climb out of its tank, climb across the floor, climb into another tank, eat the fish, and then go back again. Wow. Oh and my gosh. it took a camera at night to figure out what was going on. So, you wow. know, you got to, that's really a cool animal. <laughs> yeah. But I think my favorite is probably the king cobra. And I was very lucky to go to Thailand last year and actually go and find one. And I looked very hard. We had two snakes that had radio transmitters in them. And I managed to find those two, which even when you've got a tracking device <laughs> is really hard and really dangerous. But I loved it. That's an awesome animal. And then probably my favorite experience involved a gorilla. You know, I've grown up loving nature, loving wildlife and hearing all about the Congo, you know, and Uganda and uh, Rwanda and want to go and see the mountain gorilla in the wild. So this is such a dream. And I went to Uganda to the Buindi Impenetrable Forest, which is just wow. like its name suggests. And <laughs> I went trekking through the Buindi looking for gorillas. And I had uh, just, it was a small group of us. There were a lot of armed guards with us because the security situation in that area was a, a little challenging, shall we say. But imagine looking out for your dream animal in this beautiful lush jungle and you can start smelling them and you can start hearing them and you hear branches cracking and you know there are gorillas close by, but you can't see them yet. And you're, you're seeing footprints. And of course, they're like us. They're not stupid. They follow a pathway instead of trudging through the jungle. You know, So we're using the same pathway. And you come around a corner and there's this mountain gorilla standing there with its back to me, but 
It's actually just on his haunches with his arms almost folded. And he turned around and took a look at us. And this is my dream moment. I'm now in tears because this is just so exciting and so beautiful. And I asked the person to take a picture of me with the gorilla in the background, a really silly, you know, kind of selfie moment. And that was wonderful. And I thought me and a gorilla in the same frame, that's my life done. I am so happy. This is me done. And the gorilla got up and came over to me. And so... I didn't have much option but to just move to the side. I could see he was not being aggressive, and that's what we do, right? We study animals. Animals talk to us all the time. People don't listen to what they're mm. saying. Okay. So mm. I looked at him, and I could see he wasn't angry with me. hes I didn't really know what he was going to do, but he's not attacking me. So I just relaxed. I pulled out some grass, and I ate that, and I'm you know, kind of looking at the floor. I don't want to make eye contact with him. And would you believe it? He walked right over to me. I thought he'd probably push me or something and run right past but he stopped and he put his arm over my shoulder and looked me in the eye and as he did that a friend took that picture oh, and what? it's, and it's my I don't use social media much but my you know I've got a, a Instagram page oh, yeah. and I'll, I'll put it out on Instagram earlier. how's that I'll, I'll <laughs> put it up I, it's on it's on my Facebook wow. uh, page as my lead photo so you can see that but it's yeah that was a very special moment wow Whoa. Now, I want to be clear that we don't want people in the wild engaging with animals like that. I don't personally want to be out in the wild and hugging a gorilla. We want to leave them and let them be. But this gorilla chose to come and take a look at me. And I don't know whether he was confused because I had a few tears on my face or I was wearing glasses and he could see his reflection in his... In, Maybe you in hadn't that. shaved in a few days. I, and I you perhaps looked, looked <laughs> quite <laughs> handsome uh, <laughs> to the gorilla. Uh, who knows what it is, but I think it's important just to call that out. I broke that contact really quickly and moved away from him because I don't want to be the guy who ends up giving him a fever blister and he dies from it or something like yeah. that. You know, we've we've got to be responsible out in nature. So that was his doing rather than mine, but it was a very special moment. That sounds all at once incredible and really scary. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's just so beautiful. And my advice to people is that there are so many amazing places to go and see and appreciate and explore. You know, you can make your own garden friendly for wildlife. That's where you start. If you want to make a difference in this world, plant things in your garden that pollinators want. And as soon as pollinators move in, other things move in as well. You know, I've got fantastic bird life in my garden just because I put in plants for pollinators. So the birds come over mm. and, you know, they eat the insects and so it carries on. You know, it's a, yeah. that's what you need to do. You don't all, all have to go to the windy, impenetrable forest. <laughs> but if you can, you really should. I want to now. I need I that picture with yeah. the gorilla. Got to go with you. I'm, I'm not sure how to read a gorilla. <laughs> do you have a favorite animated Disney animal? Oh boy. Well, you know, The Lion King, the whole film was just so spectacular. I've seen it at least 20 times and the songs are just so beautiful and so compelling. You know, I grew up in Africa and I have been in the bushveld with lions and elephants around me and, you know, not being in a motor vehicle, just standing, you know, on bare ground. And it makes you feel alive like nothing else on earth can and the lion king really captured that i watched it so many times now with the latest lion king film that's just come out 
we worked with that production team to make sure that we could save lions in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Because, the, believe it or not, between the time that the first film came out and the second, we lost approximately half of the lions in Africa, mm-hmm. which is a really sad story. So John Favreau and his team were very gracious in working with us to use whatever leverage we could from the film to save lions in Africa. So between our corporate philanthropy team and my own animal care team, we developed a lion recovery fund together with Wildlife Conservation Network. And the goal of that fund, if all goes according to plan, is to double the number of lions by 2030 in Africa. And we're getting feedback now on how that program's doing, and it's fantastic. We're really going in the right direction. So, yeah, it's always nice to link what we're doing with Disney with the real world. Well, speaking of that, I know that you go out into the field for other programs like this one. Are there others that are on the horizon or that you're very excited about right now? You know, right now, I guess we're most excited about Earth Day and all the wonderful things that go with that. I think as far as excursions into the field are concerned, we try to align what we're doing with upcoming Disney nature films as well. We've got a beautiful elephant Eden film out uh, that is just beautiful. It tells a wonderful story about the elephants moving between two very prominent national parks in Southern Africa. And I'm not sure if I should say too much. I I don't want to spoil the magic, but it is just the most beautiful story. So we're working there as well to try and help with elephants in the wild. I feel like most of what you've been saying talks to the point of how unique Disney is in regard to animals. But can you tell us a little bit about what makes work at Disney so unique? You know, I love going into a room where... I'm the dumbest guy in the room. You know, you work with the most incredibly smart people who know so much about their particular area of expertise. And Disney people have got an attitude of, okay, let's do this. Let's figure out how. You know, it's really positive. It's really engaging. We tend to communicate very well. We're very positive. And if you want to get you know, big things done at Disney, it all comes down to the relationships that you have with your peers. That's what I've loved so much here is working with so many smart people, but people who kind of have the same way of thinking. You know, it's really easy to plan and do big stuff with people that are open to that kind of thinking. Yeah, love that. That's so true. So your team is often consulted when Disney is using animals in our movies. Can you talk about how that happens? Yes, I actually have a lovely example in Zootopia. That was a really fun film, wasn't it? Um, And Mm -hmm. and so different. And they approached us and said, we'd like to do this film about animals living in a city. I've got to tell you, I think I groaned and I may have rolled my eyes (laughs) because I could not envision what they had in mind, you know, so that's my bad, not theirs. And I, I just thought it was a wacky idea. But again, this is Disney. So let's talk wacky ideas. So we had a group assembled around the table. We did the same with Lion God, if you've seen the Lion God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they had this idea and like baby animals with superpowers. Again, I may have rolled my eyes, but we <laughs> sat down and then worked through it and came out with these two incredible products that are, are really engaging. And I love the Zootopia one because the crew came over here and they met a sloth. 
And a sloth is just one of the coolest animals. You know, they've got these very weird eyes, a very peculiar expression on their face. They look quite constipated most of the time. (laughs) And they, they move so strangely, right? They're very slow. And the film crew was just fascinated with this animal. And they were filming it to see how the light reflects off the fur and that kind of thing. But they were so enamored with actually seeing this animal right up close and being able to film it, that that animal went on to be one of the, you know, important Fly. players. Breakout star. My favorite. <laughs> and, you know, in the DMV and, and when his response to the joke was hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how long did it take him to make that giggle? But it's wonderful for us to have inspired that and have them do it accurately. That represents mm-hmm. the animal appropriately. You know, we, we're trying to be respectful of those animals as well and not portray them as you know just a toy or a, an object that we can you know play with and i think they did a great job of that mm-hmm. we are now as candace and sherry said we're all stalking you on instagram now um it is a great instagram account so if Dr. you are Mark listening Disney. yep follow right now what inspired you to do that what are you hoping that people take away when they see your all the photos that you're posting I really want to share what amazing things my team does. You know, every single day I get a picture or a story told to me by, again, one of my team or a guest about something completely extraordinary that has happened. And I sit back and I think, how on earth did they do that? I want to share some of those stories. You know, I think also Disney... People don't necessarily think of Disney in the conservation space because we don't go out there and what is the expression, you know, blow your own trumpet, right? We, yeah. We're kind of modest and we don't go out there and tell everyone how great we are. With the environment, with conservation, with saving animals, with our Disney Conservation Fund, I think we need to tell more stories so that people know and can enjoy them. And they're stories of hope. There's so much bad news out there Hmm. these days. Let's tell great stories about great people doing wonderful things. So that's what I want to achieve. So if if you'd like to follow, I would be delighted. I'm trying not to make it about me. It's about my team. But I'll throw the odd silly thing in about me. Um, (laughs) And uh, and it's fun. So please take a look at it. Um, Yeah. We were all excited to see the refillable shampoo bottles in the showers at Animal Kingdom Lodge, too. So nice work. What a big difference that makes, right? And no plastic drinking straws. You know, we took something like uh, 170 million straws out of circulation a year, you know, which is just crazy, isn't it? It's an enormous number. But again, that's because high up in our company there was agreement that this is what we need to do. Our guests need to see that uh, we're a responsible company and it happened. And when at Disney, when you decide something's going to happen, boy, it happens. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it can run away from you. It happens so quickly. (laughs) Yeah. You mentioned Earth Day a minute ago. What are some of the ways you and Disney are celebrating Earth Month and Earth Day? Oh, you know, it's to me, it's about hope. You know, Earth Day is celebrating. That's the one day, stretch it out to a week, but even make it a month, Earth Month, let's celebrate. You know, there's beautiful things out there and people are doing great stuff. So let's celebrate that. How wonderful is it that it's the 25th anniversary of our conservation fund? And I am thrilled about this. You know, the work the fund does, it's not just paying grants to people 
It's all about saving animals, helping people to save animals in their backyard and in the area that they live or work. And it's about protecting the planet overall. Uh, The Disney Conservation Fund, in its 25 years, has contributed over a hundred million dollars into field conservation work right who knew (laughs) that hence wanting to tell the story we have worked on over a thousand species that have benefited from the fund and have protected somewhere in the region of 300 million acres so think of that in terms of that is the whole of texas plus the whole of california Right, wow. that wow. is what Disney is doing to protect nature. Now, how amazing is that? That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Well, Dr. Mark, you do such important work. If you had to pick one favorite Disney memory from your time here, what would you pick? I would have to say that I have had some moments of personal interaction with Bob Iger and with Bob Chapik, where they have contacted me about an animal issue or a conservation issue because they were concerned and they wanted to do something about it. And that goes down as my best Disney moment because it tells me the leaders of our company care about the same things I do. So those personal interactions meant more to me than, you know, if they had signed a check for a program, right? That's so different. These were personal calls or emails to say, I'm worried about this thing. What do you think? Is Disney doing enough to protect whatever that is? And that makes me feel really good about our company. Well, Dr. Mark, thank you so much for being here. Congratulations on 25 years of Disney Conservation Fund. And thank you for all the amazing work that you're doing at Disney and to help the planet. Oh, thank you for telling our stories. You know, my team does such amazing work. So thank you for the opportunity to share some of those stories. Happy Earth Month. Happy Earth Month. I'll be on the lookout for that gorilla picture. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And we should mention a lot of people are asking about the animals down there. Of course, Disney's animal care team still continuing to give top-notch care to the thousands of animals there, which we love so much. So thank you guys for asking about the animals. Well, thank you again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us or tell us what you're watching, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. And we'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.